This podcast is brought to you by Taft Spare. Taft Spare are Galway's number one GA pub in the heart of the Latin Quarter with live Irish music twice a day. So, delighted now to be joined by Barry Fullan um, for this week's edition of the Power Rankings after round two of the Senior Football Championship and the opening round of the Intermediate Football Championship. So, we're going to go through the Power Rankings for both of those grades. Is it getting any easier now, Barry? <laughs> It's like <clears throat> it's not really in that like the top two or three teams in each will probably remain the top two or three, and then like the team that that group of teams that are in the middle, they'll just be beating each other week in week out, and we'll be we'll be changing it here and there because you know there's very little between them, and a team that maybe ranked twelfth or thirteenth. You could justifiably wonder why they're not ranked eighth or ninth, and um, I think we've upset. Well, this is our second, this is our third week now. Week one and week two, we've upset certain certain clubs. So who knows? Could be uh, three out of three. We avoiding culture now for a while. <laughs> I'm avoiding both ends of the county now. Can't go into town because of the Michaels lads, and I can't go down to the North Galway because of the culture lads. But uh, yeah, look, in fairness to them, I think if they listened um listened to the, the podcast last week, I did say that if, if rumors of the two Mannions being involved were true, then that would shove them right right up the table because the guys bring so much in terms of their footballing ability, but also their leadership and their work rate and and all that goes with that. Um and I think the result the result at the weekend against a team that you know, Curfin Intermediates were in were in the county semi final last year. They were in Division Three A, if memory serves me right. I think they finished fourth in Three A. Calter finished top of Four A, which is technically mm, Division Five. So, you know, I think I think they were, you know, they weren't in the quarter. I know they were looking not to go to the quarter final last year. They weren't there, so you know, maybe thirteenth was was a tad low, but. You know, I think they're after the result of the weekend. They we'll see that they're back up. They're back up and running. You can see the senior power rankings here, can you? Yeah, I can. And you know, unfortunately for lots of the teams at the bottom, um, you know, things haven't improved dramatically. I was, you know, Carla Strand showed. You know, I don't think I remember the final score in that game. I, I was doing it for Galway Bay, but the the goal at the end probably didn't put a fair reflection on exactly the nature of the game. Wasn't the best game in the world. Um Carlos Tran were really up for it. They you know they, they tried to play the game on their terms and maybe Sotil bought into that a little bit. Um and I think but as I mentioned they just probably don't have enough punch up front that are that's gonna really cause teams problem. Loads of spirit, loads of heart, loads of traditional Carlos Tran Kind of features of of strong physical, you know, wanting to go and and turn teams over. I said just up front that they, they just don't seem to have the firepower. Um, so that 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 has left them in the same position. And and Nevada led to more again, probably a little bit unlucky against Standard Down. Um, that keeps them at the bottom. Um, where are we going? Yeah, Anna Down didn't change. I don't think the result against Lettermore probably you know the they weren't they weren't great against Letchmore. I think they'll they'll admit that themselves. I don't know where you at that game. 
No, I wasn't at a man myself, but they seemed to be in control, went down to 14 men and kind of held on at the end, you could say. I suppose at this stage, it's a win and a win and they're back on track, but realistically, they probably would have been looking to win that game a bit more comfortably. Yeah, exactly. I think St. James has put up a real, a real good battle against Mike Cullen, uh, keeps them where they are. I don't think that they didn't set the world alight, but they certainly didn't, they certainly didn't roll over. Um, uh, again, I'll, I'll probably get a bit of stick from the St. Michael's lads, but I think 1-1 against Montbellu Malak isn't good. Um, I think I think from time to a couple of Montbellu lads, the goal was a bit fortunate at the start of the game, so Lord knows what the score could have been. So I think that performance, and, and again, that uh, that's not overly a reflection on St. Michael's, but I think Montbellu Malak are just going really, really well. Um, and And, you know, teams... They have played Claire Galway, who will come to, you know, the real battle for them now. You know, it'll be hugely interesting to see that Curfing game and and see, uh, or sorry, not Curfing, see them play, see them play Tume as well now as 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 Claire Galway having bet Claire Galway to see what to do against Tume because, you know, they're they're going really really well and it'll be interesting to see that can they continue that form. Just as well there, um, just because we didn't really touch on it on 14 to 15, uh, Dunmore, McHale's and Spittle. I suppose Dunmore, McHale's probably jump up one on the back of Spittle losing two in a row. Yeah, 100%. And and um, Milton, Milton are, are, are going well. In fairness, they're, they're, everything that they've been asked to do, they're doing it. And they were they were comfortably against on Spid Jail. And, and um, like... I probably, you know, looking at personally, I was probably, when I was looking at the Midtown panel at the start of the year, I was probably looking very much at the older generation and maybe that they were an aging team and didn't didn't um, put enough, enough focus on maybe some of the younger fellas that they've come through. So, like, we know what Jack Coran, Liam Costello, Liam Costello's brother is a really, really good footballer. So they're getting two or three, four really good young footballers through and backed up by the older brigade. You know they've they've made a really really good start to the championship, and partly from Spidgeal, they haven't, and um, they now find themselves in a in a bit of a bit of a problem situation. Yes, yeah, so just to run over that again, that's seventeenth to tenth, so seventeenth Daphne Van Alessmore, sixteenth Calstrand, fifteenth on Spidgeal, uh, down one place, Dunmore McHale's up one place, and down in St James's remain in the same position. Uh, St Michael's down two places, and Milltown um, up one place. So we're just going to move now into the top half. I'll just run through this before we get into it. So Barnard down one place, Clannaner down one place, Uchtred down one place. Tune Stairs down one place, Clairgoy up five places, Sawtill remain where they are, Kerfin down one place, uh, Montpellier up one place, and Mike Cullen uh, remain uh, top of the table. So uh, it's kind of with the results here we've had in Group B, Berna drawn, dropping in two games, uh, Kalanen pro- competing well um, with Kerfin and then Uchtred uh, down one place, like they're all kind of fitting in at the same category there from seven to nine. Yeah, well, look, Killan and Barnett, they drew the weekend and, and um, you know, that puts them, you know, could Killan say they should be eighth? Yeah, absolutely. No no doubt about it. Um, you know, but... Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. 
Uterard and Barna drew at the weekend. So that's that's and Kalanen and Barna had drew apologies. So that 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 was my thing on that. So you're looking at seventh, eighth, ninth, three teams that there's very, very little between. They're all looking like they're dropping one probably on the back of Claire Galway's performance. And that's not just me being a Claire Galway person. I was hugely impressed. I did question them and question them heavily after their first round performance against against Montpellier Mala. Maybe to suggestions now that that was just because it was the first round of the championship. Chuma Star started the game really, really well. I think there were seven, seven, one up, maybe not eight, one up in Claire Galway. Fortunate ish to get a goal that you know, brilliant finish. Um, by Darren Hennessy, then he backed it up. He got a second one. Claire Galway, you know, looked like they're going to go in at half time level. Ended up, you know, with a bit of a boo boo of a goal. Ended up going in four down, but took over the second half, albeit with, with, a, with a strong breeze and played really, really well. Jack Lynn powered into the game. Nathan Granger kicked some really, really good scores. Connor Flaherty got a couple of really good scores. Um, Jason Riley from wing back was causing Tume all sorts of problems and they went from a position where Tume looked all over the winners to finding the resolve to go and win the game and I think rightly so pushed them right back up the table and you'd have to say looking like a team probably uh, looks like the team best kitted out to go and challenge the top the top brass still I would say still a good bit off my Colin Montbelli my lock and Corfin but we'll certainly be looking to to a, a, a county quarter final, and if they got a favourable draw, looking at a semi final. How significant is it for Clare Galway this group to beat? You could say the first big team, really. Well, hugely significant because you know, no offence to the teams that are left with the, the St. Michael's, the, the Glenamadies, um, they will be expect. You know, if if at the start of the year you were looking at fixtures where you could go and win, then they were the teams, you know, the Domores, they were the games that Clergo would be saying, we need to take maximum points from that and then hope we get a result against one of the two bigger teams, two or Montbelli my lot. They now have got a result against the two one of the two bigger teams. And the I suppose the challenge for Clergo now is that they have to go and take maximum points from the other games. And that is a challenge because they have had a level of Inconsistency previously, you know, they'll be saying when they, they go back to training tonight or whenever they went back to training that they, they really need to push on and power on and take the initiative from, from here on in. And team down one place. Yeah, just literally just on the back of, of the Clare Galway, of the Clare Galway defeat, I still think they'll have a huge say in this championship. And when they did play well in the first half, they played some really, really good football. The young Hina and a wing back that was excellent. In the first half, Cormac Walter was causing Jack Lynn problems, got some really good scores, Ben O'Connell. Um, the loss of Brian Mannion was a big loss to them. Um, he came on, so it'll be interesting to see where, where he fits in for the rest of the championship. But Tune will still have a big say in it. And um, like they they'll still fancy the chances of, of picking up enough points to go through either in second place or as one of the top the top third teams. So till then in fourth. Yeah, hanging on now. I must say, no, you preface it, you have to preface it by saying the last day, like I'm sure I'm sure they were down more, but off the top of my head, they were down Garrett Armstrong, John Maher went off early, Rob Finnerty went off, uh, Tom O'Cullhan didn't start. Um, 
is that it? Can, can we think of anyone else? So they, you know, they're down, down a lot of players. Um, but I just didn't think that they showed anything hugely significant against Carlos Strand. If in, in fairness to Carl Sweeney, I thought he was excellent. He was really trying to carry the fight to them and, and got two great scores and a constant threat. Uh, Donald Hunt good. Um, so Rob Finnerty was excellent for the time he was on. Just you know, got a couple of great frees and was really, 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 really good in terms of his ball winning ability. And so Till Landicar was still a big say in this championship. Just think they need to find a, they need to find a little bit of of a spark at the start of the big flat on the, at at the weekend. Perfect time, one place based on probably making the hard work out of Kalanen. And then there's the news that obviously Ian Burke won't be involved and then now Jason Leonard to go and travelling. Yeah, that, and, and the other side of it is Montpellier's comfortable, Montpellier Malak's really comfortable win over, over St. Michael's. You know, they just look very, very good. And getting Michael Daly back now, talks Patrick Kelly will, will feature at some stage. You know, you know that's they're like getting two new players back for them. They're big, big leaders. They're physical, you know, Similar to Mike Cullen, everything looks like it's pointing the re- in a in a really really good direction for them, and and you know you'd have to say that the top two teams look like they're the top two Carfin pushing, but you have to say the top two look really strong. And what was it? Just to just to think, was was it just based on that why Carfin are down one place? Yeah, I, I think like you know we we we. Touched on a lot, as I said. I watched the Carson Clanning game. They, they they didn't look great at times. Um, and then as I said, you, you throw in that they're not going to have Ian Burke. They're not going to have Jason Leonard, who has been playing really, really well. Um, I I just think that that's a negative. Um, is it a a knockout blow for their championship expectations? Absolutely not. But if we're looking at trying to rank these teams, it is a negative. Where Montpellier my lock, get Michael Daly back and the thought of Patrick Kelly coming back and they comprehensively defeat St. Michael's, that's a positive. So I think that just flips that around on that on, on that basis. And Mike Collins still remain a top spot. I I yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I'll be the first to hold my hands up, like uh, you know, probably you know, I was probably swayed too much about that by last year's county final in terms of Sotin Akara's performance. Um, Mike Cullen have done everything that that has been asked of them so far, and done it really, really well. They're they're just a classy outfit, you know. You can always tell the team knows what they're about, and they certainly know what they're about, and they certainly know where they want to go. And there's only one thing, you know, when you think of Mike Cullen, Montpellier, my lock, Carfin, only one thing in their mind. It's not getting out of the group. It's it's going and trying to win this win this championship. So we're just going to move on now to the um, intermediate power rankings. You can see them now there, Barry, can you? Yeah, sure can, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, this is the from 9 to 16th here in the intermediate power rankings. Uh, so we have St. Gabriel's in 16th, Williamstown in 15th, Clifton in 14th, Killeraire down one place, Kilcarrick on Baron down one place, Ongaro down four places, St. Brendan's Ballygarry down two places, and um, Ormore Mary in ninth. A bit, a, a bit of movement here, Barry, but towards the, kind of the bottom of uh, these power rankings um, from 16 to 14, uh, those teams remain the same. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, 
gives you no great gives me no great satisfaction to say that like but I just think um now in fairness to Clifton I would see I think Mulvey Abbey will be huge saying this championship so you know I think they got bet by seven or eight points in that game that's you know that's not a reflection of that I think a lot of the changes is down to Caltra's brilliant win over over Corfin so them jumping up means other teams have to come down. Uh, Michal Branach also had a really, really good win against Carlton Shamrocks. I'm not sure, you know, would they have been favourites for that? And then St. Brendan's had a good win over Williamstown. So not, nothing really changes. You know, Kilraren, um probably, you know, I think they got, it was a four points. They they were bet, Ilan Aaron bet them by, they, like, Kilraren could be up there a, a bit higher. But then I just think at the moment that group between or more, um, St. Brendan's, Carew, and Kilcarrick, Lombard, and Killerare, and is very, very tight. And you could bunch them up and, and throw them into any position. And, and you know, no one could really argue too much with you, but teams have to find themselves in, in some sort of position. Yeah, so as we mentioned there, from 13th then Killerare, and they're the kind of first team to jump down. Um, Kilcarrick jumped down one place after probably be happy enough with the way they competed against Kilconley, uh, considering they were out with their main forward, Johnny Ryan, at the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they, they did, but they, they didn't win. Um, I suppose that's the, the bottom line. And yeah, without Johnny Ryan, and obviously without Shane, that puts them under a bit of pressure. And I said, look, if if Caltra didn't perform the way they did, I think all these teams will probably just stay in the position that they've, they've stayed in. Kilconley and Byrne, I'm sure, could say they after their performance they deserve to be higher up the table, but then then again, most teams that are most teams that are up there will say at, above them will say that they should be higher up the table. You know, like do St. Brendan's deserve to drop two places? I don't think so. Um, but as I said, just on the performance of other teams, it's just that's the way that's the way that the cookie has crumbled on this one. On camera, I come down from senior. They're down to four. They're down four places now at eleventh place. Yeah. I just think eight points just isn't enough. You know, yeah, Glenn and Maddie are strong, but, you know, Ankara were a senior team last year. Glenn and Maddie, you know, Glenn and Maddie were best in the quarter final, I think, last year, wasn't it? Would it be? Yeah, lost after extra time. Yeah, lost after extra time to Kilconley. So you're looking at a team that lost an intermediate final, or sorry, an intermediate quarter final last year against the team who played senior championship last year and the team that played senior championship only scored eight points. I, I just don't think it was good enough. And I, I that's like Ankaru is like what a club, what a tradition, what players they've produced just at the moment. Unfortunately they're just they're they're playing personnel they're they're, they're down players and unfortunately they're they're just finding it a bit difficult at the moment. Yes, now we're moving into the uh, top eight. So, Curve and B are down two places. Caltra are up six. They're the biggest movers. Um, this meets across the senior and intermediate power rankings. Corsin Shamrocks down one. Michal Brannocks up five. Ilnarn down one. Bonavay Abbey down one. And Glenamadi and Kilconley remain in the same position. As you referenced there, Caltra are the biggest movers this week. They they go above um, Curve and B who they bet at the weekend. Uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. And as I said, like my uh, when I said when we talked about it last week, we did say that if the if the um if the Mannions are back with Caltra on top of the good work that they've been doing, then that changes everything for them. They're a brilliant, brilliant performance. 
you know, scored scored well, won ten, good score, didn't concede a huge amount, and they'll be absolutely delighted with the performance. And um, you know, as I said, no more than Claire Galway. The challenge for them now is to go. I think they'd. Uh, Jeez, I, I I can't remember one hundred percent. I think they had a really good result in the beat me or draw me or in the or not sure who they had a really good result anyway in the first round of their championship last year, and they just didn't get out of the group. Yeah, they were really unlucky. So the challenge for them will be now to go and put points on the board and make sure they find themselves in the quarter final. And you know, wouldn't it be brilliant? It'd be brilliant for all the clubs, but wouldn't it be brilliant for Galway football to see Calter back and senior and and pushing because, like, they have given Galway football so much. You know, I think everyone would be delighted to see that. And I think there's a typo there, Paul. So just in case the Monavay Abbey lads are 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 coming after oh, me, yes, they've, yes, they've, yes. they've they've gone up one place. So yeah, uh, um, just just in case that I. Just in case that I'm barred from from Monavay as well as Caltra and and Saint Michael's, but yeah, so yeah, like Caltra, big big jump for them. Uh, Mihal Brannock's big big jump for them. Like I I would have thought Cartoon would have won that game. Shows how much I know. Some of those lads on Twitter are probably right. Um, but yeah, huge huge result for them, and by all accounts played really really well. So again, that's a big confidence boost for them, and um, you know. They'll be looking to take that into the next games. Yeah, uh, Justin, uh, quarantine sixth, uh, well better at the weekend. The loss of Paul Verley at the minute, they're probably feeling that was a crucial injury. But Michal Brown has up five places, and they're, they're a team, like even at the weekend, they're, they bet quarantine comfortably. They're a team that really seemed like they can cause an upset. Yeah, look, Paul Verley's a huge loss to, to, to Carter and Shamrocks, but. You know, I would have expected them to score more than six points. Um, <clears throat> and again, if you're looking at what you're looking at in a game, you're looking to, to score well. You know, Rana's kicked 112. You're looking at to defend well. They conceded six points. That's their hugely positive figures. And Carter Shamrock's be, you know, really, really disappointed. Um, I think, I think they have killed Conley in their next game. You know, like, and this is this group doesn't get any easier for them. So if they don't pick up points in that. Then you know if if Michal Brannocks were to go and beat Kilcar and Clamburn, then that's a huge game in that final that final game between Kilcandy and uh, our Carlton Shamrocks and Kilcar and Clamburn. It would be a, a a very very local derby. So um, you know that group is is so so tough. Like when you think about it, you have three. I I've we were looking at the top eight here. Like you've three of the top eight in that from. In my my judgment, for whatever accounts, you've three of the top eight within that group, so it shows you how competitive it is. Then just uh, fourth, Illinois, and third, Monavay Abbey. Monavay Abbey, obviously up a place after their strong win against uh, Clifton at the weekend, and then Illinois are probably just down a place after getting over the line against Killeray. Yeah, uh, I I would like I I would be. A couple of things, just in terms of 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 Monavay Abbey, I, I think getting, um, you know, when they're looking for a bounce, I think bringing back Bunty Roach and shrewd enough on him bringing in Michael Farrer, I think that's really good. And all the all the signals inter- coming from Monavay Abbey are good. Um, and to kick, you know, one fifteen is no matter who we're playing in Clifton. Clifton are are no no dawes either. You know they're they're strong. They're competitive. 
kick one fifteen, and that is is good shooting. And I would probably hazard a guess that I would probably hazard a guess that before before we finish up before we finish up on these power rankings that Monivay Abbey might sneak, sneak closer to the top of this and they'll certainly be pushing to be back up and play senior football next year. And, you know, there's a big one, there's a big one in the next round against Curfin, the Curfin Intermediate team. If they win that, then that puts them in a really, really strong position. Then just uh, second and first, Glenn Maddy and Kiss Connolly, no change there. Um, no change. Glenamadi did well. Won eight uh, against against Ankarua. Uh, you know, went and won the game. A game that probably would have been tough enough against the team. You know, the seniors that were playing senior championship last year. So you can't knock them. You know, were they hugely impressive? From what I gather, they weren't. You know, they weren't. Box office stuff, but but they they did they went and did what they had to do, so you can't fault them on that. And Kilconley, that Kilcon, am I Yeah, but two points, two points, yeah, two five to nine points. Again, you wouldn't be writing home about it, but they did enough, and and you, I suppose you're probably looking at the second game now. They play Carter Shamrocks in the next one, so as we said, it, that'll probably tell you more. Very difficult after after the first round of this to see exactly where every team is, but you're looking at you're looking at what the second round can tell you to really see who's going to to go and push to get to the to the business end of this championship. Yeah, loads of movement um, there in the intermediate and senior uh, charge weekend, but that's that's what it's all about. Just before we finish, Barry, I just want to touch on it with you. Uh, the under twenty nominations were put forward um, this week. This week, and obviously you have Don Loverda, who was there last year, who's been nominated again. Alan Glenn, the guy, minor manager, has been nominated. But probably a bit of a surprise, somewhat, that the third name there, Derek Savage, has been there. But it's fantastic to see that he's putting his name forward now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't see it as a surprise. I think once Savo, once someone of Savo's mentality and like. His driving, I know the way Adrian Varley spoke about him. I was lucky enough to, to play with him for a couple of years. Um, I would imagine he doesn't be telling people he was lucky enough to play with me, but he, I was lucky enough to play with, play with Savo and see what he brings to the table in terms of um, his, I suppose, his ability to communicate. Well, I'll, I'll take, take football out of it. We know what he did. Um, just like a Rolls Royce of a corner forward in terms of what you want. Um, but his communication skills, excellent. Um, you know, his people skills, excellent. And I think in work, he deals with people a lot. So uh, I'm not surprised once I saw he was over a goal in the 16 team. To me, like, you know, with his personality, he sees those as stepping stones. And I would say with Savo, looks at, at where he wants to go in his managerial career, there's probably only one job that he's looking for and it's not to stop to go in the 20s and I would say if he gets it as you know, we're lucky with three excellent candidates, Donald Flaherty has been a, what I would like when I think of Donald Flaherty, I think like what a servant to go with football you know, he's given, t the time he has given to cope his amount of players and it's not 
a Don Lafarty show. It's it's all about Galway. He there's no ego, there's no I suppose he doesn't have a personality that's saying, Look, look at me. He just he, everything he does, he try and does for the betterment of the players. I'm not sure is he, you know, where he's going. Is he is he going for the job? Is he going to be interviewed for the job? Uh Alan Glynn, you know, showed huge resilience two years ago to, to go and win that all Ireland minor and um the ability the ability to keep the players on track, even though they suffered a couple of defeats, is is very, very admirable. And you know, whoever gets it will do a fantastic job and we're in a lucky position to have three really good candidates. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see how that uh, peters out over the next few weeks. But like as Barry mentioned, there are three excellent candidates. That's all we have on uh, this week's edition of the Galway Senior and Intermediate Club Championship Power Rankings.